Ready. <coughs> Set. <coughs> Talk. <coughs> Hello, welcome to Ready, Set, Talk. I am Jovanis. My name is Adam. And our guest star today is Henry. Hello, Henry. Hi. I'm a person. <laughs> this are. Henry is actually um, Adam's younger brother. So mm-hmm. that's a fun fact. He is sitting with Adam right now as I'm sitting about two miles away. I don't know yeah. if I'm exactly two miles away, but that's probably where yeah, I'm at. Um, so if you are new to Ready, Set, Talk, what happens here is that Henry will give us a topic for... Uh, will give us a random topic that he decides that we do not know of ahead of time, and we will go on about that topic for 15 minutes. I actually do not have a timer pulled up, so I'm going to actually get that pulled up now. Got you right here. Um, and... I one right here. Oh, you have one? Yep. All right. So you, t- you say uh, when... Uh, we are good. Well, Henry has to give us the topic first. Yeah, so... Wait, do I give you... Henry, can you give us the topic? Sure. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> that, I really like this topic. I was hoping I'd get this. we'd Indeed. get this eventually. <laughs> okay, yeah. thank you for being on, Henry. Have a good much. day. This person says goodbye. Thank goodbye. you. Adios. All right, tell me when the timer is started. Normally, I'm the one that does the timer. Um, give me a moment. Mic situation. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Uh, the timer is starting now. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have I'm the player's handbooks and stuff me. right out in front of me. There's like, uh... <laughs> For those of you who do right not here. know what Dungeons and Dragons is, because I realize not everyone who watches is likely going to know, Dungeons and Dragons is what's known as a role-playing game, which is a game where you uh, you make characters that can perform specific abilities, such as like a wizard who can cast spells, or the fighter who uses swords and stabs enemies in the face. Um... Not always in the face, but that is a... It's a good place to stab someone if you're a fighter. It most likely kills them. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and basically you also develop a character, and you sort of do what people call role-playing the character, or like uh, sort of acting the character out in a sense. So the the thing about D and D that makes it different from other games like Skyrim or something is that D&D is a tabletop game, which means that you play with papers, pencils, and dice. There's no screens involved whatsoever. Um, and so there's a... Basically how it works is there's a dungeon master and there's players. The dungeon master sort of creates the world, creates the story, while the players sort of play along with it, and they act out their own characters. Well, the DM's in charge of the rest of the story. This is going to take a while to explain, um, because I'm really realizing how long this takes... But the success rate of what you're doing is determined by dice rolls and modifiers to those dice rolls. So let's say you're trying to lift up a rock. The DM would ask you to tell... The dungeon master, DM, would ask you to tell you to make a strength check. And if you 
you would roll a one twenty-sided dice, and if you succeed the strength check, you lift up the rock. That's yeah. the basics. We're not going to go more, f- more further in depth. Yeah. Other than that, th- make sure to buy the do. player's handbook for only twenty dollars and at your local gaming store. We're not <laughs> twenty dollars. I don't know if that's how much it costs. We're not sponsoring them, or they're no, not sponsoring. Yeah. There's no sponsorships going on. Yeah, there's no sponsorships. I'm just making that up for fun. I'm pretending like Mm -hmm. I'm sponsoring. Anyways, we gotta actually dive into talking about it. I mean, one Mm -hmm. thing that's good about it is a lot of stories, so... True. I'm trying to think of one. We told each other a lot of stories. Do you have any character concepts, I guess? Ah, yes, character concepts. That's, That's an interesting idea. Um, let's see, I have... A mental list. It's not a very big list, but I have some char- uh, character ideas in mind that I would that I have thought of creating that I feel will be interesting to play. Um, a few are character ideas that I haven't really developed on, are just like small ideas, like um, to play a cleric who is a which is a holy spellcaster, and basically make it very chaotic. And play as Rasputin, the guy from the Ra Ra Rasputin song. Yeah, you know, in my campaign, um, I was coming up with like NPC names. The one I dungeon master. I'm um, sorry mm-hmm. to interject, but I was like trying to like, okay, I need to think of a cleric name. And then I asked my dad, "Hey, what's a good cleric name?" And he's like, he gave me Rasputin as a name. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll just go with that name because I don't have any other thing to do. Um, and then I found out what, who Rasputin was after that from my players, promptly after I introduced the character. Huh. So... I'm surprised that you didn't know who that was. Yeah, so kind of... That was, like, a couple years ago. Probably before I even met you. Yeah. Um, so now oh. I have a permanent Rasputin as an NPC, and he's a really kind, gentle, old man, but you know, when you hear Rasputin, that's his last name as well, Good think they can call him by his first name um um then like but it's just like it doesn't match the person so it's like it's not like i was trying to make a funny reference so now i get oh, yeah, no. yeah so now I get, the actual rust routine was a very chaotic individual um chaotic neutral probably probably very interesting death story he should have died ten times ago. He had a lot of hit points. He m- yeah, must have he took was... the tough feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was poisoned. Poisoned again. Poisoned a third time. All of this He's in immune the same to poison setting. as well, or has resistance he at was... the very least. He was then shot in the head, shot in the back, and neither of which worked. He was then thrown in... He was then thrown into an icy river uh, because they thought that he was dead. He was just passed out. And apparently, when they found him, what he actually died from was hypothermia. Hmm. Kind of an odd way to go. Yeah. He he must have been vulnerable to cold damage. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm making like a ton of, like, for people listening, I'm making a ton of like D&D stuff that would be hard to get without playing the game. I feel it's like that's going to be a lot hard. of this episode for people that don't play it, but... Um, Maybe, but it's still understandable stuff. Like, yeah. you can understand what cold damage means, or 
No, you can't Vulnerable understand to... that. They're gonna think it's like plastic or something. Yes, this word does not make any sense. It is synonym with this other word. All but damage is secretly has... plastic. Plastic dice. Exactly. Yep. Um. Hmm. Let's see, what else? How about, um, this is an interesting one. If you could add a weapon into D&D, what weapon would you add? Um, or if you just make your own up? I mean, something. I've made my own weapons and stuff, if you want me to I go tell. through them. Yes, um, yes. So there is, because I'm a dungeon master, so I make these things sometimes. I'm also a player, but also, I've done DM one game. Um, so, the first, the, one of the first magic items I came up with, I don't know if this would count as a weapon, but it's the Staff of the Undead, which you can use to either damage enemies, deals one six-sided dice per charge, and it has five charges. You can try to turn them to you, which works similar to the Sleep spell, where if you roll uh, one four-sided dice per charge of use, and if it goes over the hit points, they turn on your side. Or you can spend three of those charges to make a zombie. <laughs> um, I mean, what's a staff if it can't make zombies? Yeah. Then there is the Sword of Seeds, which you could... It worked like a normal longsword in Dungeons & Dragons, where if you hit someone, you deal one eight-sided dice of damage plus your strength modifier. And what it would do is, uh, if you hit someone, automatically, vines would sprout out of them and try to restrain them to the ground, and they'd have to make a, a saving throw. A, I think it's a, it might have been like a strength or dexterity saving throw, or be, or be restrained by the vines. And the player who got that sold it. So if you're listening, how dare you, it hurt my feelings. Not that much though. <laughs> um. See. Do you have some more, or no? I, I probably do. I can keep thinking of some. Um, I mean, what else did I create? Created the sunstone for uh, my for the cl my cleric in the party, which uh, just gives him some extra spells that he already has. Um, Interesting. I don't know. I also thought of... I mean, this is probably for the future of my campaign. A sort of ropes, which allows you to control the ropes around you to do certain things. Hmm. That certainly is interesting. Yeah. Those are magic items I've thought of. I've also heard of a magic item idea that allows you to throw a dart and you say someone's name and it's like you automatically hit that person but deal only one damage. Unlimited range and everything, but... I mean, like... You know, it do deals one damage. Yeah. There was a, there was a, um, what is it called? There, hmm. my, my friend was going to do, was going to start a homebrew campaign, which means taking, er, making up rules and items and monsters and stuff that aren't from an official campaign. They're made up by the Dungeon Master. And another one of my friends wanted to join and 
they were very new to D&D and asked me if a certain and sent me a video and said could this be a magic item in the campaign and it was a picture or it was a video of a knife slicing through different cakes that looked like everyday objects like a soda can and then you cut it down the middle and it's actually cake or like a basketball <laughs> and stuff and so they, the cake knife yeah that's what they had the idea was that if the you attack with a knife and if you make a cut all the way from one side to the other the object is sliced and turns into cake on those ends <laughs> now, I'm that not sounds sure like such how a that would powerful with, magic weapon yeah I'm not sure how that would work with creatures if the it would only turn into cake from where the slice was or if it would turn into or if it would turn the whole thing into I'd cake I'd say if you like kill the creature it'd turn into cake that'd be like, very interesting slice the creature like it doesn't yeah. really give any tactical advantage except that at the end you have so much cake exactly so much cake yeah um, let's see. For an item that I would like to, for a weapon that I would like to add, um, I don't know. There's there's kind of so many weapons that D and D already has, and once you think about it, it's kind of all the weapons that there are. Um, it's hard to think of more, but I mean, mm-hmm. I have thought of more. So, alrighty, do you I've, have some more? Um, go ahead. I mean. Uh, no, like, those are the ones I thought of. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let's um, see. I mean, there's a sh- shield that I had, I guess, that could also deal damage, and you could use it to knock weapons out of people's hands. That's not really a weapon. Yeah, it's more of a defense, or, or an, an item. Let's see, I think... Yeah, it's defensive stuff. ...is probably a weapon that is two different weapons, but, like, based on how you use it, it can be either one. Like, maybe... That'd it, be an interesting one. Like maybe it's a mace and a flail, but you have to, like, pull a lever or something in order to make the chain come out. Or maybe... To be fair, though, flails are basically just better maces in Dungeons & Dragons. They are. It just deals more damage. Mm-hmm. But I like where you're going with it. Maybe like, like a sword. I mean, you can have, like, a mace. lance. You can have, like, a lance, but then you press a button, and then it turns into, like, a, to, like ends stick out and becomes like a great axe or something. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Like a sword made out of yeah. knives. So you can throw them, but it's like maybe there's like a one long magnetic strip so all of the knives can stay put, but you can also take them off and use them as knives. Maybe we should make a magic item just so like but like detail it, like all the properties, and then our fans we don't I'm not sure if we have any full on fans yet. But so the people listening can use it in their campaigns. Ooh. Or maybe they can, maybe they could send in submissions for weapons. <laughs> we can choose like a winner or something. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, if you want to send in a submission, we can look over your magic item ideas, and we will maybe at the beginning of next episode or something announce it. I don't know. <laughs> or if we ever do sequel episodes where we talk about something in an episode. And then we can make a sequel episode and then actually continue talking about that stuff. I think there needs be to be a honey part two. Yeah, there, no, there does. There needs to be, there needs one, to be a honey part two. We did, like, two small myths. We need one big one. Or for D&D, yeah. we, we need answers to these questions. Yeah. All right. Let's see. 
Hmm. Yeah, but overall, D and D is a great game. I love playing it. Yeah, no, it's awesome. You can do because you can do a lot with it. You could do anything. I mean, like really. Most video games, you can only do a limited amount of things. Mm-hmm. D&D can be, like, open world. I mean, like, you can, like... The DM can, like, change the world to make it, like, a different setting. It doesn't have to be medieval. I was in a sci-fi campaign that only lasts, like, three sessions. Or you but could that was a thing. In, like, modern day so, with all of these elves and dwarves and stuff and magic. But just, like, modern day, like, Legos exist. And that, that'd be weird. <laughs> I mean... That's what uh, our one of we're we're both in a modern day campaign. We are, yeah. Yeah, my character uses a BB gun, but then he stopped using the BB gun because Eldritch Blast does way more damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, my character is a lumberjack. Yeah. Yeah, D&D. Yeah. It's a very good game. Very big part of, I believe, both of our lives. Yeah. I Man, I don't know. It's fun during this whole oh, the, during the, the quarantine thing. We were just like playing D and D like online. There goes the timer. Oh, there goes the time. Adios yeah. to the rest of the time. Goodbye, rest of the time. Um, all right. So, I mean, we talked about magic items. We talked about other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then we like, I don't know. Make sure to follow us. I don't know. Sure. That, that thing you should follow that us. YouTubers do. I think we, we only have four followers right now. One of which is ourselves. We are following ourselves. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so I, I I don't know if you enjoy our stuff. You can follow. I don't know. I feel like a YouTuber, and I've never subscribed to a YouTuber, so I should probably do that. Consider following and consider watching more episodes. Thank you for your time. Yeah. And remember. Mad, I don't know what to tell them to remember. We did this at the be- at the end of the last two episodes. What do we- what should they remember, Adam? Uh, uh. We didn't talk about this, but enlarge slash reduce is such an overpowered spell for second level. You can do way too much with it. Advice to any wizard player or sorcerer player, because I have to DM that, and it's crazy. And that is the moral of the episode. Enlarge slash yep. reduce is OP. Even though we never talked about it. Adios, people. Fare thee well.